Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. We get the honor of experiencing one of my dear friends, and I am super excited to introduce to some and present to others, Miss Carrie Conley, and she is such a rock star. I'm so glad to have you, Carrie. Hello, and tell us about yourself in your own words, and what's something that you would like for us to know that we're not going to read in your bio? <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I'm thrilled to be here, my friend. Always, um, you and I always have a good time together. And so what I do, I'm a speaker and an author and a coach, and I specialize in helping people get a crystal clear vision out of their head and onto paper so they can live their best big, bold life, right? Because most people, they have what I call their someday plan rolling around in their head, but it's not really clear. And so they're kind of drifting through life and drifting through this life is not a good way to go. It is not. So I just, I help people get that realization out on paper so they can see it and they can activate it and stay true to it every single day. And you do it very Uh, well. (laughs) What's something we're not going to read about you in your bio, Carrie? Well, truth is that I would rather just be dancing. (laughs) I grew up wanting to be a dancer and a singer. If there's a dance floor, I'm on it. Oh, bad. We're going to have to go to a party because I don't think as many times as we've been together, I don't think I've ever seen you dance. We got to make that happen. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. When I used to do my huge two-day event every January, which might be coming up again this uh, next January, we I always had one night where there was a DJ and we just danced until our legs fell off. Yeah. And you know what? When, when I was privileged to speak at your event, I don't know if you remember, I was not feeling well that day. And so that evening, yeah. I didn't join you all for anything else. I just, I think I just did my thing and I got out at that point. So yeah, too bad, but we'll, we'll, we will make that happen. Okay, for sure. So what I think is funny is that, so those of you all who are watching the video, if you look at Carrie and I, you think we're probably about the same height. <laughs> <laughs> right. We, we very lovingly call each other twins because when we're standing together, we're literally like this. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably a good foot taller than you. Is that correct, Carrie? Yes. <laughs> at least. And, and you um, put on those rock star heels at the same and time. And then I do. You're absolutely uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, I'm so excited about this interview. It's been a long time coming and I think that it's, very fitting that this timing has happened the way that it has. In all honesty, I I don't believe there's any accidents. I think that there's exactly what needs to happen. And Carrie has been just such an amazing force in my life. And I want you to talk a little bit about 
why you do what you do and the importance of vision. And, and I'll just share that the first time I went to your vision workshop and had the opportunity of writing out mine, I can literally look back at it, Carrie, and say, wow, that has happened. This has already happened too. You know, I can see things that I probably would not have taken the time to write and get really clear about had it not been for that workshop and the way that you do your work. So tell us a little bit about why you do this and the importance of being clear about your vision. Well, I wrote my first vision out on paper when I was about 27 years old, right? And when I sat down to write it out, Tish, it just became so anchored in me that I knew, as a matter of fact, when I was writing my vision, I was writing out some ideas around being an entrepreneur because I knew at that point in my life that I wanted to not do the nine to five gig anymore. I wanted to be able to work from home, raise my kiddos, um, you know, have that freedom and flexibility. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I noodled a lot of different ideas. But one of the things that happened for me was the first time ever on the very last line of one of those pieces of paper, I wrote that someday I would like to teach vision and goal setting to other people. What I now know that to be was, you know, that time that I was writing was so, I was so still and listening to really what was going on in my heart that I now know that God was kind of showing me this is where we're going to go. Right. And so I became an entrepreneur, raised my kids. And about eight years ago, I decided to finally start teaching it to other people, thinking that what it was going to be about was teaching people. I was, you know, attracting a lot of female entrepreneurs. So I ended up coaching a lot of them once they got their vision written, how to follow an income producing game plan. And that worked really fine for a while. And I still do that. But what happened seven years ago um, is when my kids went off to college, my husband and I became empty nesters and I launched the speaking and coaching business in July of 2015, we lost my husband to suicide. And that became, you know, the first, uh, what I call storm became the first storm in our life. And three years later, unfortunately, we then lost my 25 year old son to suicide. So where I'm sitting now, this was seven years ago that we lost my husband. I now know the biggest reason why I teach this is because so many people aren't anchored in their vision and their purpose. And when you aren't anchored in your vision and your purpose, you drift really easily. Mm. And as I said a moment ago, drifting in this world is not good, especially for people who are really struggling with depression, anxiety, sadness you know, any kind of suicidal thoughts whatsoever. So that's why I am so passionate about it. Now, my daughter, who is now 27, she and I speak together on our story and we teach people together. We now co-coach female entrepreneurs on how to get their vision more clear. We also have a young adult program that we launched at the beginning of this year to help them with their vision and their purpose. It's kind of become our um, mission. So that's why we are, why I am now super passionate about vision. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question that, that I know the two of us haven't talked about it. And I'm sure you've spoken about it on, on many stages, but I want to understand something because something I heard something today that I don't think I've ever heard before. And what I heard was those horrendous storms that have happened in your life. Do you believe, Carrie, that had you not been anchored in your vision, especially most recently over the last three years, that those devastating things could have completely taken you off track. And do you think there's a connection between that being so clear in your vision and being able to stick, you know, I mean, difficult time for sure, 
but being able to come back or to stand even through those difficult times when you're clear on your vision. Do you understand what I'm asking? Yes, I do. You know, a lot of people, the very first question people want to ask and sometimes do ask when they hear my story is, you know, how in the world are you still functioning? How are you doing what you do? Right. And my answer is, is because I have been so anchored for so many years on knowing what my purpose is that I was able to really, really take that all of those years. You know, I said this yesterday in another podcast that, you know, I've been, I've been flexing this muscle for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. I've been teaching vision for unofficially over 25 years and officially the past eight years. So it was nothing new for me to go within and anchor into that purpose. And, you know, now I know why God has been preparing me for so long. So I tell people, you know, if you're drifting, if you're inconsistent in your, your routine, if you're inconsistent in anything in life, really, it's because you aren't clear enough yet on what your vision and your purpose is. Wait a minute. I need you to say that again, because that is a game changer for mm-hmm. anyone who's listening, because uh, just say that again. Just say that again. Well, you know, consistency is the key to everything in life. It's mm-hmm. the key key to success in whatever career or business you're running. It's the key to relationships, your health. You know, you don't have to push it or work it super hard. You just have to be consistent at it a little bit every day. And unfortunately, most of us, if, if we were in a room of people, and I've asked this question before, if they struggle with inconsistency, they stop and start, stop and start, almost 100% of the people in the room will raise their hand and say, oh yeah, that is so me. Yeah. Sure. And it's because they let things push them off course. Yeah. And, you know, when I was doing my first business, Tish, there were so many days I wanted to quit. I can't even begin to tell you, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I went into the world of network marketing, as you know, and that is not an easy path. So many things happened that really just challenged how bad I wanted to make it work. But the vision that I held of why I was doing it for me and my family was bigger than whatever obstacle I was dealing with that day. And so that's the key. That's why I, I'm so, again, so excited about wanting to show people or help people find that vision because I know they struggle with the obstacles every day. Yeah. And the only way to get through the obstacles and get stronger is you've got to want something bigger than that wall that you're facing right now. Girl, Carrie, I love you. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to tell you, you may know this, I, I may have shared this with you, but there's been times just because I've known you for so long and I've watched you for so long, there, there are those days where I feel like, you know, oh, this is too much or I don't feel like it. And there are literally times where I think about, okay, I'm watching Carrie Conley, you know, and I've seen her get through way more and stay consistent and be excellent at things, you know, no matter what. And it does encourage me. So I know other people have seen you and whether they've told you or not, you have been an inspiration and probably helped people to be consistent when they did not want to be consistent, to show up when they didn't feel that they had it in them to show up. And I just want to honor you for that because it's not something that's easy, but I know that it's who you are. It's just who you, who you are. And I, I can absolutely appreciate that. You're, you're mentioning a, a phrase or a word that I believe I know where it comes from because it, I know for me, it comes from a book that you recommended to me many, many years ago. Um, about being a drifter. Do you want to share a little bit about where that comes from and maybe talk a little bit about that book and how it has impacted you? 
You're talking about outwitting the devil by Napoleon. I am definitely Hill. talking about outwitting the devil. Yes, <laughs> very powerful, powerful book. Ah. Um, you know, Napoleon Hill wrote "Think and Grow Rich," which most people know. Right. Um, but there is a second book he wrote called "Outwitting the Devil," and the first half of the book, or the first third of the book, is Napoleon Hill talking about what happened to him after "Think and Grow Rich" was published. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but he lived in the basement of a friend's home for a year was in a severe depression and was hiding out and he decided to go for a long walk one day. And this idea came to him that he was going to interview the devil Mm -hmm. to find out what the devil uses to keep us from following our God-given purpose, our highest calling. And basically he talks about drifting. He, he causes us to drift in a lot of different ways. And the one way that he causes us to drift the most is what he, what seeds he plants in, in our in our brains about who who we aren't to be, right? Yeah. Well, and a lot of people don't realize that you know so much of what's happening in our world, especially right now, yeah, is so much out, outwitting the devil stuff, mm-hmm. causing people to drift. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember the first time um, I heard you mention it. I was literally like, hmm, what is this book? I've never heard of that. And I got it that same day. And I can easily say I probably had it finished within within a week, probably within about 48 hours and have listened to it on Audible multiple times since then. And every time I'm finding myself going, doggone it, he got me again. I got it. You know what I mean? It's like, stay focused. Remember your purpose. Don't allow yourself to get caught, if you will, by those distractions and those things that will take you off of track. So I I appreciate that. And and it kind of falls so much in line with what you already teach. Um, You know, on the Networking School podcast, we talk a lot about networking. We'll talk a little bit about it in a moment. But, you know, connections, I believe, are the basically the catalyst for success. When we connect with the right types of people and we invite the right types of people into our lives, it does cause us. It can cause us to go further than we would on our own. But if we have the wrong connections, as we know, it can actually hinder our progress. So talk to me about the, the connections that have played the biggest role in your life. You know, I'm, I'm very blessed to tell you just that I learned early on, especially when I jumped into becoming an entrepreneur and leaving, you know, the nine to five gig. I knew that I was going to need some mentors that were further along in the journey than me. And without being told, I started seeking out the women that were at the levels of success that I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were earning the trips for their family. They were earning the income for their family. They were already there. So I made a conscious decision early on to seek them out and ask for their support and their help. And lovingly, of course, 100%, it was always a yes. Mm -hmm. Now I've learned because I've now been taught this, that association, who you hang out with and who you allow to speak into you and give you advice is everything. Yes. Um, you know, I've been saying this past week that it's 20% the work you put into it, but it's really 80% of who you're hanging around with and who you're associating with. Because when you associate with those people, they can elevate you faster than you working to get there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. They can literally lift you out of the noise and help you get attached or connected to the right people. So it's everything. And I don't think enough people realize that who they are hanging around with makes that big, big of an impact, but it really does. Yeah. I, I mean, I've definitely have learned that, but I think as we get, and I don't, I wouldn't say older cause we all get older. But we don't always all grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't always all get more mature, 
But as we mature, I think that becomes more and more important for us to be clear on who is speaking into our lives, who we're allowing to really help support us. Um, so I can okay. absolutely appreciate that. If you could sum up your journey, Carrie, in one word, what would that word be and why? Hmm. <laughs> I didn't see that question coming. <laughs> uh, one word, I guess, is um, strength, yeah. where I get my strength from. I appreciate that. Why do you use that word? Uh, because so many people tell me that I'm so strong, mm -hmm. but they don't realize that where my strength comes from has nothing to do with me, right? Mm -hmm. So every day it's a choice of whose strength am I in? And and some days it's just so not anything me, yeah. right? Yeah, I love yeah. that. So I, you know, that brings me to another question that was not on your list, by the way. <laughs> um, so I know for, for many years, I would look at your card, because again, you and I have done a lot of work together. And I remember seeing your title and I used to think of it and think, you know, that title is really powerful. Instead of saying you're the CEO or you're the leader, you always use that phrase co-creator. Am I correct? Yes. Tell us yeah. why, that, why, that, why that title is and why it's so important to you. Well, I didn't create this, Tish. Like I told you, when I wrote my first vision, writing all these ideas that I thought I had and then something out of the blue wasn't out of the blue, right? Right. right. So it was when I decided to step into this and, and step out of the network marketing industry, this was something that was already in place. Mm -hmm. It was just time for me to step into it. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very good. I love it. So many of the things that we've done together have been around networking. We met at a networking event. We've put on events together. We've, you know, yeah, I, always kind of been in that circle. And I know that there's a lot more to our business than, than networking, but tell me a little bit about your networking secrets, if you will. What if people are listening to this and saying, how can I use networking to grow my business? What has it done for your business? You know, what would you say has been your networking secret, if you will? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've built two businesses solely through networking to right. a level of success before there was any social media, before I had a marketing team, you know, all of that. Um, so I'm a big believer in it. And I've learned a lot about it. First thing I've learned is, in general, if it's a free networking event, you probably are finding people that are not as serious about their business as they say they are. Boom. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So free equals free. Um, so there's that. So I learned to invest in the, the networking that I've been involved in. You and I met through... Um, women, which is, right. you know, something that you invest in, but it was, it was well worth it because I've been able to network through multiple different e-women networks and be on their speaking platforms. Right. So, so people need to know that they need to invest mm -hmm. and they need to be committed. Yes. The second thing is that you can't just show up when you feel like it. Right. Right. You have to be committed to the organization because sometimes you need to be there and sometimes you need to be there for other people. Mm, so right. I've always said, if don't, don't even bother investing, if you're not going to be there consistently, because if you plug, if you're in and out and in and out, you don't build any trust with anybody. I would not trust somebody that just shows up every once in a while. Right. Right. right? That's so good. Yes. Yeah. And then I guess the third thing I would say is, you know, you need to be going with the, um, with the attitude of serving. So when you're, when you're networking and you're hearing other people talk about who they are and what they do, 
instead of waiting for just anxiously for your turn to talk, (laughs) be listening to what other people are saying so that you can help connect them to the right person. Absolutely. All of those are so perfect. Thank you for sharing those. (laughs) Who are you currently, Carrie, looking for? If someone's listening to this and going, man, I want to help Carrie. I want to help serve her. Who do you believe you are uniquely gifted to serve? And how can we refer you to those people? You know, I'm uniquely gifted to serve people who are really, truly seeking their purpose in life. Like they, they, they feel unfulfilled. This is the word my daughter and I've been using uh, recently to just that we know most people are feeling some sort of unfulfillment somewhere in their life. And we want to help them find that or, you know, rectify that. So we in general end up working with a lot of women uh, just is what it is because we are, you know, women. So, um, so that's who we're seeking and what the best way we can find those people is when we get the opportunity to speak. Perfect. Now, my daughter and I, as I've mentioned, are speaking together and co-coaching together. So uh, the biggest way that we get to make that impact is when we get to speak in front of groups of people. Perfect. So we're going to be finding, when we hear about those opportunities that might be ideal for you and Laurel, we'll make sure that we get those over to you. And how can our audience reach you when they hear about those opportunities? Uh, my website is just carryconley.com. And I also have a free uh, Facebook group called Vision Driven Life that we invite people to join. Perfect. Well, I'm telling you all right now, that is the place to be because Carrie is amazing. And I don't say it lightly. There are lots of people in my life who have made a great impact and that I absolutely love. But Carrie is one at the top of that list. And I, I really encourage those of you all who are listening to this, if you have not had the pleasure of being in Carrie's space to jump in and get get in front of her so that she can speak into you because she has a gift when it comes to vision and teaching you how to create that vision. As I said, a lot of the things I wrote down on that day, almost eight, seven years ago, probably six or seven years ago now, at least six and a half years ago, I see some of those things already active in my life and I would not have been as focused on them had I not met you, Carrie Conley. So thank you for that. And thank you for being on the Networking School podcast. Thanks, Tish. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Make sure you head over to tishtimes.com to take my complimentary quiz to determine if you are ready for big sales in your business. Frequently, we say things like, I want to make more money. I want to increase my revenue, but we don't always have the things necessary to receive big sales in our business. Once you complete your quiz, you'll have an opportunity to schedule time to debrief with me so we can talk about what needs to happen for you to really increase your revenue in your business. Don't forget that networking is the entry point to your sales process. And so you want to make sure that not only are you networking well, but you have the things in place to make big sales in your business. Make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the other wonderful places where you get your podcasts. I would be so grateful if you left a review of the show and also make sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. I can't wait to see you next week here on Networking School.